previously on a regular episode of Writer's Bagel Basket. I mean, a very special episode of Writer's Bagel Basket. Was it that special? No. We are doing VHS style of Titanic. I want to be that one guy who has no recollection or knowledge of history and be like, huh, I wonder what happens to the Titanic. When you said you know the backstory of Titanic, I was just like, yes. Yes, I do. I don't want to say a, a, a sexual obsession with water. <laughs> you can say it. He has a sexual obsession with water. All right. He has a sexual obsession with water. That car must have smelled awful. I want to be that rich where people will peel my fruit for me. And now, part two of Titanic VHS tape two. The Inconvenience. Tear me apart, Lisa! You want to be a farmer? Here's a couple of acres. Jack, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. How'd you die? How old are you? Because you could be 20-something, but you could also be a teenager. We don't have to be mean, because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I'm Scott Kurland. And I'm Haley. Finally, we're doing this. I know. Oh, we it's were... weird to hear my own voice like, like, speaking normally. I don't like letting people know when I'm sick, but... We were sick. I, I don't... I normally work through whatever illness I am, whether it's a podcast. No, but we had, we had plague. We were patient zero, zero. I knew I was sick when I did not want to go to the movies. Like I yeah, did that's, not. That's like, you know, he's ready to donate his organs at that point. Yeah. As was I. <laughs> yeah. My favorite. Is... It was like that Chris Traeger, uh, episode of Parks and Rec where they all get the flu. <laughs> I am dying. I vomited somewhere. The microchip has been compromised. Yeah, I just, I just felt. We couldn't awful. be more sick if we were clinging to a door in the middle of the Atlantic, shivering, freezing, until finally, with our last dying breath. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. I am not saying it. Not saying what? I am not saying what he says. Nope. Not happening. Damn it. Nope. I set that one up for you so easily. No. I find I find all of tape two so ridiculous. You mean inconvenient? It, no, not even inconvenient. That title works especially well for us because trying to record it was inconvenient. <laughs> I would have loved for this movie to be um, just the first half of the movie and like... Cameron never shows the the ship sinking. It goes, well, Mister Esme, you're gonna have your headline, boo doo 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 doo, and like just the title, <laughs> the credits, are... just cold cut to that song. <laughs> yep. Um. So this was delayed, and uh, the Warm Bodies episode, which was supposed to come out after, yeah came out before before you got a really bad cold which in me blossomed in the form of bronchitis well it started as a bad cold and then like i couldn't move yeah like we were we were both exhausted i lost my voice completely you kind of lost like i didn't cry this this much since I have watched the fault, the fault in our stars. <laughs> that's how that's how sick I was, and that's how much pain I was in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got a lot of naps though. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, Dave Schweitzer, who was the guest on the Warm Bodies episode, finally listened to the first half of this, and he didn't realize that the nudity and the sexy stuff happened in the first VHS tape. He's like, oh, I thought all the good stuff was in the second half. So was he just sitting down trying to watch the second half like, when does it get good? When are the tits? (laughs) I don't know. But uh, yeah, I I just, uh, I thought that that was funny. I thought that was really funny waking up to that that, uh, text message from (laughs) it. He's like, I had no idea. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, yeah, all the shit happens in in the second half. Um 
but yeah so initially I, we didn't call it the in, initially oh we yeah were it was, call it the steamy and the sinky yes and uh yeah. but then as you so wisely point out everything convenient happens in the first tape and everything inconvenient happens in the second oh so inconvenient for uh, everyone i mean what historically I th- or otherwise so with this movie what i thought was really weird was that uh someone from warm bodies john malkovich was offered the role of the captain and he, he turned it down but someone who was offered the role of the captain and took it but had to drop out because he was making <gasps> who robert de niro i see that <laughs> i could totally see him with like the white beard and- <laughs> ah this fucking iceberg you looking at me yeah you're looking at me fucking iceberg and then Pacino walks in and is like, my God, we just <laughs> rammed him this hoo-ha fucking iceberg. I would pay good money to see this, but if without it was... Pacino as the captain. <laughs> no, I, I would have liked Al Pacino to be uh, the guy who um, who made the ship. Uh, the, made the chip? Ship. Ship. Sorry, still, still a little sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, excuse the occasional cough. <laughs> there we go. Your, your cough almost sounds like like on Animaniacs when Dot would get sick. She'd be like, I'm sick. <laughs> well, what what can I tell you? That's what I get for trying to speak in full sentences. Uh, yeah. So you want to see Al Pacino. I want to see Al Pacino as Rose and De Niro as Jack. Don't tease me. <laughs> oh, Don't Jack, tease me. I want you to pay me like one of your fucking French girls. My God. So, so last episode, it was John Malkovich. This episode, it's Al Pacino. I mean, because there's no way to do like a Bill Paxton impression like like him. Well, there is, I'm sure, but we're not going to do it. Don't do it. <gasps> See that look on your face? I'm from Kentucky, sir. Uh, so can I just, can I just start this out by saying... Like, obviously, this part of the movie chronicles the, the sinking of the ship and everybody the panicking. The sinky. Yeah, the sinky. And, you know, scrambling for lifeboats. Oh, surprise, there aren't enough lifeboats. What do we do? Um, oh, and it also shows you how cowardice rich people really are. Yeah, but I feel like that happened. Like, I feel like after a certain point, like, the rich people were like, yeah, you know what? Even, there's not even enough room for all of us. Well, <laughs> it was so weird when the, these lifeboats could take like 72 people. Or what What did he say? It took the strength of 65 men? No, they were tested to um, hold like 70 people. Right. But, and they but, were, there, but, were, but, there were boats that were leaving with like 12, which did happen. Right. No, I know that. But the, the line that we thought was weird is that he's like, this took, this took the strength of 65 men. And you were like, what an odd thing to say. Oh, I, d- I don't remember saying that. Yeah, it, it, it seems was, so far away now. <laughs> no, but the line was, it just sounded very, very sexual. Mm. <laughs> we filled this boat with 65 men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah now I remember it now. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> you were saying. How did this uh, testing occur? <laughs> it, it was the people, the people from the village. My God, go on. <laughs> Bunch of shirtless Irishmen. Speaking of Irishmen, I do have oh, no, a correction. Wait. I have a correction no, and wait, omission. This is built in Glasgow, I believe. Yeah, because the Titanic Museum is in Glasgow. Yeah. No, it's in Belfast. Belfast. Okay. I believe. I do. Ha- I do have a. Welcome cor- to Writer's Bagel Basket, where we know all the facts. <laughs> I do have a correction and omission. So I called him Tommy O'Flanagan. Which yes. Tommy O'Flanagan is from the movie The Commitments. Are we just going to call... Uh, His like, name is Tommy Ryan. Yeah. Should but, we call it course correction? I, you know, like what they tried to do on the ship. <laughs> okay, that course correction was ridiculous because it was like, stop the boat. But it's like when you slam the brakes on ice, so it just went further. Well, so what I... So I was reading an article like, you know, I just typed into Google, like, could the Titanic incident have been prevented? Turns out, yes. <laughs> Yeah, if Rose jumped off the boat and they had to stop and get her in the first half. No, I told you that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> I really don't think that would have worked. Well, it, but no, so there were like different possible like outcomes. So 
a lot of people thought, well, one theory is that instead, like that they had slowed down before turning and instead that they should have sped up to allow like a more like quicker, sharper turn. So it would have still struck the boat, but it probably wouldn't have struck it as hard. Likewise, if they had just struck it in the front. But the issue was that the um, the the doors between the compartments. Yeah, I mean, they, like they covered that in the movie. Right? Like there's a line from the guy who built the ship whose name I forget. Uh, it's um, Victor Garber. Yeah. Well, Victor Garber. Um, oh, you know, I feel so bad for Victor Garber. Well, so the the doors between the compartments didn't go all the way to the top in Titanic. So as they were filling up, like they were just going from compartment to compartment. And then that's why the boat was like, so that's why he says like it can handle like, like two compartments. Or I, for, I forget exactly how we phrased it. it can two handle, and a half compartments. It can, it can fill with water. It's when five is like, just that's it. Four. Yeah. Four. I yeah. guess I, I forget. But there's like eight insert compar- clip. <laughs> I can't. You keep saying insert these clips, but there are some clips that are so obscure that I can't find them. Well, that's not going to stop me from trying. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I feel so bad for Victor Garber. He's supposed to be Irish, right? I don't know because he kind of has an accent. Guy. Well, yeah. And speaking of which, the 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 um, I saw a picture of the guy who actually built the ship. Hubba hubba. Hi, I'm your husband, and I'm right here. Scott, this guy is dead. He is oh, don't, dead at the bottom of the sea. No, no, no. Don't, don't try to, to use that as an excuse for your ghost boyfriend. <laughs> ah, ghost boyfriend. <laughs> also known as the fault in our stars. Oh. <laughs> that was our okay. first date. That was our first date. No, but I mean by like... You know, usually when you see a picture, uh, like a black and white photo of someone from that time period, one, they're not smiling. Two, they're just like, their main features are like a beard and a bowler hat. This guy actually looks like distinguished. Like he actually does look a little bit like Victor Garber, so I can see why they chose him. But but like young Sweeney Todd, Victor Garber, not... not- yeah, like he... he- he looks like he could be equal parts architect and serial killer. Like, have you ever seen Godspell with Victor Garber? He looks like a different person. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Godspell Victor Garber is... He he looks like Penn Badgley. I don't... I forget who Penn Badgley is. From you and Gossip Girl. Oh, okay. Hmm. Alrighty. Well... Yeah, so what I hate about uh, the second half... Wait, before we go get into that, can I go over the other parts that this could have been prevented? Oh, no, God. No, one, like, so I was discussing this with my brother because we were talking about how the the Titanic had gotten several warnings from the Californian. I think that was the name of the, new, the closest ship. Um, <laughs> the Californians. So we took the 405 to the I 101. Was, it was like the Californian or California, I, I forget, something. Um, but they had war- They had sent warnings to the Titanic saying that the ice in the area was really bad and that they weren't going to, um, they were going to stay put until daylight, which is what the Titanic should have done. And the message did go through, but the guy who was taking the messages was actually... At the time the message was received, he was going through, he was trying to send out letters or messages from the passengers to, like, other people. Oh, okay. Yeah, so my... So he was like, okay, whatever you say, uh uh-huh, yeah, uh uh-huh. No, it's just it came in and then it just wasn't read. Oh, okay. So... As my as my brother so wisely put it, ah, Titanic, letters before lives. (laughs) friend of the podcast cole (laughs) i just i don't know i i just think they're so stupid everyone in the second half it's like dicaprio is the smartest person well he's made out to be the smartest person that is his function but that's that's my problem that's my problem he's such a uh, uh what's the the male equivalent of a mary sue I don't know. I think it's like a Gary Stew. Like a I Ga- guess. A Gary Stewart. I thought, though, if you're a Gary, you're Mary, you're kind of like 
like like not they're dumb but like no 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 it's like there's you're not flawed at all that that's the oh thing. okay so so like he's so perfect yeah if he's so perfect then why did he get arrested by the poop deck police ah uh, yes because when we open uh he's being arrested they discover the diamond in his pocket carefully <laughs> placed there by david you know, warner by and- uh uh what, uh, detectives are us there yeah david warner's character the yep and then so they take him and they jail him which i cannot for the life of me understand because it was very clear at the time that they arrested him that the ship was going down everybody knew like everybody knew that like it well i mean at least the staff should have known but because they were telling people, put on your life jackets. Then was not the time to take a guy down to the compartment where they store the prisoners but for the, the time being. Okay, Although, that wasn't wait. even a prisoner storage room. That that was someone's well, is, room. Yeah, but there wasn't like a place to, you know, put people like that. They should have just threw him off the boat right away. Throw people off the boat for misbehaving. That's a different movie. <laughs> I, they throw people off the boat later in this movie, but not for that reason. Oh, man. All the deaths. All the people who died. But that brings up my next point. The, the, the dedication of the poop deck police in these last few hours before the sinking like i get it you no one wants to start a panic no one wants to like be the person that causes the chaos but all of them are like no don't walk across this room don't do this you know you know it's just like guys come on Yeah, like, oh, this is White Star Line property. Not important right now. You're going to have to pay Mr. White Star Line. That's what I'm just going to call Yeah, Mr. White Star Line. <laughs> no, but like, I, f- I forget what Rose had and they're like, oh, this is White Star Line property. You can't have this. Buddy, have you seen uh, your shoes? They're wet. Move along. <laughs> oh, it, wasn't it when she, um, she, she, uh, she like broke the window, the mirror to get to the axe, right? No, no, I think it was something else. Ah, whatever. It was stupid. Yeah. Like, oh, and then the the elevator guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going up. I'm going up. Oh, what did I say when all the water came out of the? <laughs> oh, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> Which uh, I told you this, and I will tell the rest of our listeners so they can make fun of me as well. I used to think that the TLC song Waterfalls was about a guy named Jason Waterfalls. Don't go, Jason Waterfalls. Just stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Wait, we don't have license for that. (laughs) Not when it's about a guy named Jason Waterfalls, we don't. Oh, in that case, we can sing it all we want. (laughs) Why not make the theme? Yeah, I I totally thought that the guy, the song was about a guy named Jason Waterfalls. (laughs) I was like, is this song about porn? My God, this kid is dumb. I'm just going to do Pacino for now. Jack, I think we're sinking. Yeah. It's like, yeah, don't, oh, this is White Star Line property. All of the White Star Line property is about to go into the ocean. Relax. Yeah, okay, so that's a problem I have with Bill Paxton. Like, he's so dedicated to finding the heart of the ocean, but they're finding, like, silverware, which is probably worth a fortune, and... Well, no, this is 1912. That was like pure silver. That that was if if he found silverware that was rescued from the Titanic, like any of, of the stuff that well, to anything he finds is going to be worth, you know, millions. Well, don't they find like a doll? <laughs> well, I know there was like a creepy picture of like of a doll on like the ocean floor, which. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like just said, an episode I, I, of the Twilight Zone. I I read 
like an article that said by I think actually probably within the next five years. Was it written by James Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> No, if he had his way, the Titanic would be like an underwater theme park that you could go visit and like, you know, Do you think, like something so akin he, to Jurassic Park. Or or Bioshock. Yeah. Where like there's James Cameron like, is the guy from Bioshock. Where there's like underwater like projectors and like it projects like people walking across the deck and Oh god, that'd be terrifying. Um so I found out that Cora, the little girl Cora. Yeah. She was supposed to be played by Lindsay Lohan, but like she, Lindsay Lohan was cast and Cameron's like, you know what? You're fired. We have too many redheads. <laughs> too many redheads. <laughs> yeah. You go have your drug problem now. You can't have too many redheads. They're like the unicorns of people. Well, okay. So also, um, Reba McIntyre was originally cast as the unsinkable, uh, Molly Brown. That's too many redheads. But apparently she had to go film the Little Rascals or something. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, like, cast her as uh, uh, Rose's mom, but then... Oh, my God. No. I guess they were Reba McIntyre as Rose's mom? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, Rose, sweetie, you got to marry Cal. Rose's mom is a real winner. Real winner in this uh, half half of the movie. She is such a coward. Yeah, Rose's mom is such a coward in the second half and I love Molly Brown is like what's wrong with you people we- she literally like they show her in the lifeboat later and as people like you you can hear the screams in on the her. distance of like people you know drowning in the water and she literally I never noticed this when I first saw it she covers her ears it's like one of those could be your daughter and you're covering your ears that's probably why she was covering her ears Oh, because she didn't want to, like, possibly hear the her sound daughter of her daughter die. Well, no, I'd like to think it's just because she's a selfish bitch, but <laughs> hey, you know. If we go back, they'll swamp the boat. They'll pull us right down, I'm telling you. Knock it off. You're scaring me. Come on, girls. Grab an oar. Let's go. Are you out of your mind? We're in the middle of the North Atlantic. Now, do you people want to live or do you want to die? I don't understand a one of you. What's the matter with you? And well, when she gets in the boat, she's like, are the passengers in first class? It's like you're in a lifeboat that's like however big by however big. Yeah. Also, um, was it Victor Garber who said fill these lifeboats? That like Yeah, he said okay, yeah. and that that is actually true. The guy who built the um who built the ship did stay until and he was helping people until the very end do you think he he died the way he dies in the movie by turning the clock (laughs) that that gets me every time i'd like to think he did (laughs) i'd like to think he died in some poetic fashion but so noah line drives me absolutely crazy in this movie what when they're on the back of the boat and it's about to sink and Rose goes, Jack, this is where we first met. And the look he gives her is like, we're going to die. Jack, this is where we first met. <laughs> like, like, like it, I know it's supposed to like be a moment of brevity, but like, uh, you're going to die. Oh, fuck. We're going to die here, too. <laughs> Oh man, and <laughs> bitch! I should have just let you go over the side. I I love when she actually gets on the boat, the lifeboat, and then she jumps off, and then he goes to get her. He's like, "You're so stupid! God, you're so dumb!" It's like negging much. <laughs> you're so stupid. Why'd you do that, huh? You're so stupid, Rose. Why did you do that? Why? You jump high, jump right. Right. Oh God, I couldn't go. I couldn't go, Jack. Sorry. <laughs> I can say this because it's 1912, and we don't have standards for respecting men or women at this time. I will say the one good idea that Jack has is when he's like, uh, he's handcuffed to that 
bar and she gets the axe and he's like, wait, 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 practice swing. <laughs> and then she misses the second time. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. As my math teacher would say, good enough. Um, oh my God. I, I just, Cal, he. I just have to ask, would you trust me enough if I missed on the first swing? Well, I probably realized that I was about to die, so it'd be like, yeah, who needs who needs an arm? I'll just turn it into a flipper. <laughs> um, yeah, but Cal, I fucking hate Cal. Um, in really, because sec- you didn't think he was that for, that bad in the in, first movie. In the first half, I didn't yeah. think he was that bad. It was how dumb he is in the second half. I don't care that he's evil. Yeah, we're all sinking. We're all going to die. You know what helps in these situations? Money! Well, it wasn't just that. It was like you put the diamond in your po- coat pocket and you know that this woman doesn't love you, but you still put the coat on her. Well, in that moment, he thinks for sure he's going to get back to her. And... Yeah. Um, no, I understand that. I just think it's stupid. It is stupid, but I mean, he at least he he laughs like he has this moment of hysterical laughter. And he's like, oh, shit. <gasps> <laughs> What's so funny? There put- goes my money. I just love that line. It's like, What's so funny? Put the diamond in the coat. I put the coat on her. God damn it and then when he's chasing after them shooting them yeah like like, there are other people still trying to run away and this guy is shooting a gun (laughs) off honestly he's doing them a favor at that point if they hadn't left by then i would be like jumping in front of those bullets i'd be like (laughs) this is where we get jeanette goldstein who is um vasquez from uh uh um aliens and she was all she's been in every james cameron movie she's oh is she the mother with the kids yeah so yeah. she's vasquez in in um in aliens she's also the stepmom not the stepmom the foster mom of john connor in terminator 2 okay like he loves casting her but as a he, mom n- well not even as a mom but as because vasquez is not a mom she's a badass but like he he he's made her an irish woman he's yeah. made her a, a mexican and he's made her uh, a southern belle but she is a jewish woman from new york <laughs> like well i just find it she's made a career out of being a professional chameleon well like it, it's it's so funny what a chameleon she is and if it's a James Cameron movie, I can't wait for her to be in like Avatar as one of the the Navi. I think she is actually going to be. Maybe she's his good luck charm. She is. I mean, I think the one movie she wasn't in of his was um, True Lies. Yeah, and that movie didn't do that well. Um. So I I, I will say having you know seen this, see you know many many times. I don't think oh, James you were one Cameron. Of those girls. No, when I say many, many times, I mean like four. <laughs> four, only four. Yeah, I've only like watched four is many, many times for me. <laughs> no, I used to for, watch for a movie like this, like that's you know famous the world over. Everybody's seen it for one reason or another. Well, they always show this on um, HBO. Well, that's the that's the other, like for a movie that's shown so frequently. I haven't seen it all that frequently. Okay. I because I used to growing up, I watched it all the time because it was on HBO, and also I yeah, was see, twelve I years old and boobs. I didn't do that. Yeah, so I I will say, um, again, having seen it the few times that I have, I don't think James Cameron could have done a better job filming this half and for 1997 it still holds up well for 1997 james cameron did a really good job uh filming this particular half and i like how he yeah but he had to buy he a 19 million dollar boat (laughs) like you know sometimes you have to really reach for the stars to sink a ship and and also he thought that it would be better for the actors if they were in Mexico because the water would be warmer. No, it's still fucking cold. <laughs> like <laughs> water well, at is night, yeah. Yeah, cold water is still cold Wait, water. Wait, in Mexico? At night? Like gets, in, in the actual ocean? 
Uh-huh. They weren't worried about sharks. <laughs> or Montezuma's revenge. Or o- octopi or all the other nightmares that the ocean holds. The baby shark. Do, 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 do. No, no, damn it. Yeah, like like they were they were in Mexico filming this, so all of the horrible things that were probably in that ocean, sharks, chupacabra. <laughs> chupacabra. Um <laughs> But like he hits he I, I like how he juxtaposes the third class with first class. Like so everybody is like very calm and relaxed and like, oh, here's a cup of tea while you wait. And then down de- like down, you know, below deck, it's just like, get up, you morons. Well, you're going to have to quickly find- before the rats beat you to the lifeboats. They probably will. Why does everyone sound like Dick Van Dyke? I don't know. For Cheerio. True. For true, for true. Yeah, I, I just... I don't know. I I think that the way everything is handled in the second half is just ridiculous. But also, like, the moments where he shows, like, the mom trying to calm down her kids. Like, oh, they're going to let us... Up. It's like, no. No, yeah, they're she, not going to let you Then she drowns them. She doesn't drown them. She reads them a bedtime story and then they're going to die. Well, you know... I mean, you got the Macy's couple. That's right. The the couple who's supposed to be oh, uh, the original founders of Macy's who did die on the Titanic. I would have loved for their final words to each other to be like, hey, so do you think that in November we should have a parade around Thanksgiving time? Maybe with some balloons. That's how we'll be remembered. No, but that's actually a really sweet story because they the wife, like they were... Uh, like they were um, getting lined up to get on the lifeboats or at least the wife was because it was women and children first and she refused. She absolutely refused to leave her husband. And so they just, they died together. That's sweet. That's the sweetest story than Jack and Rose. Sorry. Our dog is destroying a toy in the background. Um, But, so if you hear a noise, that's what that is. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, that like that's a sweeter story than Jack and Rose, in my opinion. Yeah, it really is. Um, but then, like I said, you have the the mom like calming down her kids and telling, like reading them a bedtime story. Like she's she's, you know, mercifully trying to, you know, calm them down before we're, we're gonna be okay, right, mommy? Yes. <laughs> and so they lived together for 300 years in the land of Tirnanog, land of eternal youth and beauty. But the thing that killed me is when, um, no, but the thing that really, really killed me was the dad who's handing over his daughter to the people on the lifeboat, like his wife. And he goes, it's only goodbye for a little while, only a little while. Uh. <laughs> you know forever isn't yeah. he the propeller guy oh god what if he was the propeller guy i think he is the propeller. No! i think he's the guy who hits the propeller how can you be so sure though i'm pretty sure it's him how do you know it has There's thousands of people it's him that's like how over Jan- 1500 people that's died how, that's how james cameron works you just it's- you just feel it in your gut yeah i well the people i feel bad for the worst how- are the band playing they go down with the ship. I just wanted like the cello guy to like play um like the theme from Jaws as they're going down. No. What's I, that, Charles? Like okay. And as the as the ship is sinking, I love how Rose looks at that other girl and she's like I did actually like that moment because it's it's that moment where it's like oh god we're all fucked <laughs> yeah and then she dies like it's just it's the desperation of wanting to look at anything and anyone and to like acknowledge that you know well rose would have lived together rose would have lived because she would have got on the boat mm. yeah i I love okay so this is the biggest bagel basket worthy moment of the entire movie is when cal finds the little girl crying and i have a child well i have a child She's, she's all I've got, and I'm all she has. Um, that girl is dressed in peasant clothes, and you're wearing a tuxedo. 
he saves all the money for himself. I I would have just loved to have a line where he just looks and by at the, the way, baby have you seen like, the diamond necklace I was planning on giving her for her birthday presents? Well, I would have loved for him to have a line be like, "You should be grateful. I saved your life, you little brat, <laughs> you little urchin." So originally, so Fabrizio dies because he gets crushed by one of the. Let's rank the deaths. Well, before we do that, his death wasn't supposed to be that. His death. He gets crushed by the the giant uh, steam uh, chimney thing. Yeah. He was supposed to die by Cal's hand. So Really? Yeah. So when Cal was in the lifeboat, Fabrizio was supposed to try and get on and the the ship peep the the crew is like the poop oh. deck police. The poop deck police were gonna be like, Oh no, he's gonna sink us. So he Cal takes an oar and like bashes his head in. Jesus Christ. Well, they wouldn't... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they wouldn't have let him on the boat if he had done that. No, no. In the water, like, Fabrizio was going to try and get on. Oh, okay. I was going to say there's... Well, even then. Even then. No, but the poop deck police... Like like what they said well, with suppose, unsinkable yeah, Molly Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want them to. So like... so Cal like basically bashes his face in, uh, telling to Mr. Ripley style. Jesus freaking Christ! I'm yeah. glad they didn't show us that. Better better death by chimney. Yeah. And with with your ranking system, your ranking system, ranking ranking your ranking and bass system, um. <laughs> You know, stop motion animation. Uh, Not to be tasteless, but it's 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 a movie. The death that will always be number one is gonna be, um, or I should say, the guy who the guy who uh, not the not the best death. I'm talking about like the least painful, like in terms of from most painful to least painful. Then I guess the least painful death is Jack's. That's true. Um, because like he, you do he gets go, hypothermia and then he dies. Yeah, and you do like, go uh, go to sleep after a little while. Go sleepy sleep. I still hate that Jack died because he could have... If you watch Mythbusters... Uh, yeah, Mythbusters. And of course, there's that wonderful series of photos of that that those people who actually got the dimensions of the door and didn't experiment. Yeah, all they had to do was Rose just had to take off her life jacket. I don't even think it's just that. No, that's what it was on on um on Mythbusters is because they tried it and yeah. in the life vest was too heavy. Yeah, I think the other experiment was just to see if there was even room, whereas Mythbusters obviously went more in depth with it. But I mean, we all know that there was enough room. I mean, by God. If it was us in the water, you know for sure I would be like, you'd be like, oh, save yourself. And I'd be like, get on the goddamn door. I swear to God, when we get home. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter. I'm so cold right now. My toesies are falling off. You're going to live, Haley. You're going to see wondrous things. Yeah, like our house when we get back. (laughs) Get on the door. (laughs) Get on the fucking door. Yeah, and then when she gets off... And That's the other name for this episode. Get on the fucking door. <laughs> yeah, so the guy who actually finds her and, and, and goes back to save everyone... Mr. Fantastic? Yeah, is played by Johan Griffin, who is Reed Richards. Mr. I don't know if any ships actually went back, though. I tried looking that up. For some reason, I wasn't able to find any results. Well, you said that there was a guy who died exactly like Jack in the water. And his name was Jack. Well, no, he didn't die. He was rescued. Oh, okay. And they pulled he was him. pulled from. He was one of the few people that was pulled from the water. <laughs> so I guess obviously they must have gone back, <laughs> or I, I don't know. Talk about having blue balls. Yeah, and the way he describes. You're just gonna go past that. You're just gonna that... glide right past that. What? I said you're just gonna cl- glide right past. Yeah, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna glide right past that. No, but like the way he described, like, cause he he survived, and he went on to like, you know. He his survivor's account is just haunting. Like I'm, I'm try, I've got it right open right here. It's literally called a survivor's tale. Um, yeah, his name was Jack Thayer. He was like the son of like a railroad baron, and um, I want to find where he 
where he described a railroad baron <laughs> kind of like an oil baron I, I think a railroad baron or something I, I forget either way he had money um then he should have been on one of those lap boats well, he, he did get to be on one of those lifeboats. Eventually. I couldn't stand Esme. Like, Esme was so weak when he just jumps on a lifeboat. <laughs> Cadbury. Who? What? Esme, when he just jumps on a, a lifeboat. I, I don't remember that part. Oh, yes. No, now I remember. Cadbury yeah. from Where Richie he's, Rich. He's just like, mm, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't. But I'm going to. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the poop deck police looks on judgingly. Is that a word? Judgingly? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, damn it. I can't find. I'm trying my hardest to find. Yeah, yeah. He's He writes. Uh, let, me, let me try to get an old timey voice. Down and down I went, spinning in all directions, swimming as hard as I could in the or direction. Or I could read it as Al Pacino. No, no, I, I, I can't. I'd laugh too much, and I really shouldn't be laughing through this. But anyway, I'm reading. Down and down I went, spinning in all directions, swimming as hard as I could in the direction which I thought to be away from the ship. I finally came up with my lungs bursting, but not having taken any water. Now can I read it as Al Pacino? <laughs> Maybe, if I find the right part. It's, it's, a, it's long. How many pages? It's not so much pages, but it's, yeah. Yeah, and, and listen to this. Like, this is just, oh, this is the stuff of nightmares. We could see groups of almost 1,500 people still aboard, clinging in clusters of bunches like swarming bees, only to fall in masses, pairs or singly, as the great afterpart of the ship, 250 feet of it, rose into the sky till it reached in a 65 or 70 degree angle. So that, that follows what what is shown mm -hmm. in the movie. And then, like... He, he writes, it sounded like locusts on a midsummer night in the woods. This terrible cry lasted for 20 or 30 minutes, gradually dying away, as one after another could no longer withstand the cold and exposure. What the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> I wanted to read it as Pacino. <laughs> Maybe at the very end. <laughs> there I was. My God, couldn't believe it. All these people fucking screaming, getting all upset over nothing. Just an itty-bitty boat sinking up and down and up and down. Meanwhile, I'm doggy paddling in the water, having the time of my life. <laughs> there I am. I got two bitches on each arm. My God. Hoo-ha! Uh... <laughs> what if one what if, like, while they're, you know... No, I just the, want to see... What if on the set, what if someone... Just like swam over and was like, "Hey guys, is this the set of the SS Indianapolis?" <laughs> you know that they made a movie of that, right? With Nick, I know C they made several movies of that with Nick Cage. No, why aren't we watching that? You're telling me this now? Oh, the sharks! Oh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, that was a really horrifying. Now I just want to see people from Martin Scorsese movies in Titanic, like like you have DiCaprio, but like if they got De Niro, you would have had two people who are like regulars in Martin Scorsese movies. Martin Scorsese's Titanic would have been like yeah. my dream movie. But like we, so we call Jack the Gary Sue. Rose is still so fucking gullible. She has not learned her lesson I hate her in line. this movie. I hate one her line in this. Where, he, where he's like, no, I have an arrangement on the other side of the boat. Me and Jack will go over there. Don't fucking believe him. He has already lied. Don't fucking believe him. <laughs> Jesus, you're dying. I know. You're dying worse. Again, this is what I get for speaking in complete sentences. Uh. No, like Rose is so gullible, but not just that. It also, when she goes to Jack and she's like, I should have never doubted you. I knew you would have never done that. And he's like, well, duh. 
So yeah, um, when Fabrizio dies, it's sad. But when Tommy, when Tommy Ryan dies, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, and we were thinking like that might be the most painful death, but it looked like he died right away. I think he got hit in the chest. No, I think I think the most painful death is the the guy after who um. Who did it? Stands on the thing and shoots himself. No, no, he would have died instantly. Okay. He had. He went out. In, in my opinion, he went out the easiest. So, do you remember what I said to you that that made you laugh and broke you? No, I forget. Right before the captain dies, I just go two days till retirement. <laughs> oh God! I was like, I was like nearly pissing my pants. Why? Why were you nearly pissing your pants? Because he was. He literally he was, was two days till yeah. retirement. The actual cat, like he was about to retire. It was like his last voyage. And they were going to be important two At days. At least in the movie. I forget if that was the actual case. No, we the, looked it up. Did I? Yeah. Okay, I can't remember. Yeah. So I would have loved to have like that, that chain black um, saxophone. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like. Two days to retirement. God damn those icebergs. Um but it's funny. Uh that's what you heard when uh during that scene. When uh likewise when uh what's his name? Uh Cal finds that little girl. All like what it was it what was it that I started singing? Thank heaven for, for little, little girls. girls. <laughs> those little girls with little curls and rags. <laughs> No, th- th- okay, you can't bring that up again because it still pisses me off. He's in a tuxedo. She looks like the little match girl. <laughs> my my daughter. Yeah? Let's see your birth certificate. Well, back then it was the sons that were valued, Scott. <laughs> I mean, sure, women got to go on the boat first, but, you know, they couldn't vote or, you know, have equal rights or drive or... Suffragette City, baby. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So when when Jack is dead, um, he looks such like a porcelain doll. Well, I mean that it that is what you look like when you freeze to death in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, but what would have been more realistic is when she like touches him and tries to like wake him up, if his face just shattered. That wouldn't happen. Are you sure? No. 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 There's still soft tissue underneath. Okay. It's I, just his, you know how it works when you freeze to death. No, right? I I know. Your but, body temperature just goes down. Yeah, but I I just thought that like the water would be so cold that he just turns to ice and like, she's like, Jack in her hand just goes through his head. Oh my God. That would, that, yeah, that would have been funny. Um, <laughs> and then she just starts throwing up. Oh God, no. Yeah. But I, I always thought that the, the propeller guy had it the worst and i'm i mean that, i told you i feel like he worst. still kind of does but at the same time falling from that height um would have like falling and hitting that propeller it looked like he hit his legs so or at the very least his back it would have severed his spine so he was if he did survive to hit to hit the water which he wouldn't have but if he did he would be like swimming around like this is great i don't feel i don't feel a thing <laughs> Well, what if he like severed his legs and got cut in half, and then when he's falling down again, he just hits his head? That's the worst death. Yeah. No, that. that well, I mean, all the people who fell—if you're falling from that height, hitting that water is like hitting concrete. Like, there's, there's no doubt. Um, honestly, I feel like the worst death had to be like the Macy's couple, because, like, yes, you are with your loved one, but you, you drowning is a terrible way to go. Oh no, I remember what the worst death was. The worst death is when the ship splits in half and, you know, Detective Do-Right or Detective Do-Wrong in his case falls down because like there's sharp, you know. Okay. Yeah, you're falling, but you're hitting everything on the way down. Shrapnel, you're hitting wood, you're hitting like the electrical stuff that's, you know, breaking apart. Yeah. Now, uh, David Warner's de- David Warner's death is pretty bad, but I 
I I hate how perfect Rose looks when she when she finally gets to port when she gets rescued. Like she I just, woke up like this. Yeah, it's like <laughs> oh fuck you, Kate Winslet. <laughs> and well, they can have her looking ugly, Scott. And there's no way that 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 heart of the ocean would not have fallen out. No way, no fucking way. Especially when she goes into the water and she's getting sucked under. Like I know. Oh listen, my god! I, I totally how- forgot about the guy who like bobs over her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who uses like, her as a human as a human uh, yeah, life raft? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Help! Listen, I know men have the advantage of deep pockets. It's a well-established fact. Like if she had been wearing girl pants or like any you- kind of dress, that 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 heart of the ocean would have sank right down you mean like like right down to the ocean floor yeah she would have lost it right away but she had deep deep man pockets no i need to go back and i need to talk about the guy who uses her as a life raft because that guy is just such a dick yeah <laughs> like like she's like help help and he's like nope i need to live i'm sorry i'm sorry and i love when jack punches him out. <laughs> i'm surprised he had the energy to punch him i'm surprised that like with them being in the water, he could punch him as like. Well, especially because like he said, when we get into the water, you got to have to swim as hard as you can. And like just, I mean. Yeah. And he, he had to Michael Phelps it all the way back yeah, to and, the surface. And he, and he had to, I, don't, I know you're running on adrenaline, but you've only got so much. And I could have all the adrenaline in the world. But when I'm fucking cold. <laughs> I just I immediately become a popsicle that guy who took that message about like the Californian like waiting in the water do you think he's like in the water and he's like I knew there was just something I was supposed to I forgot what oh oh right yeah there was one oh and that guy <laughs> would be played by Joe Pesci <laughs> what was I supposed to do yeah. <laughs> And I don't think, unlike the captain, I don't think he stayed. <laughs> he Two did not go down with the ship. <laughs> I wish I was laughing. <laughs> well, there you go right there. I can't laugh as hard as I did then because it would probably kill me. Um, but I was like crying laughing. <laughs> Because it was so true. Yeah, so so when she finishes her story, everyone's just sitting there staring at her. And they're like, yeah, what happened to the heart of the ocean? And she's like, I have no idea. And then... I don't know, but I'm sure it's a wonderful, wonderful tale. <laughs> I, I love how nonchalantly she throws out the line that Cal just shot himself in the head due to the stock market crash. Yeah, he survived a fucking boat sinking, but he can't handle losing his massive fortune, <clears throat> which I feel like he already must have, spending it on such a rock. And I Honestly, it's not even the heart of the ocean that I would be upset about losing it would be like all those paintings, the Monets and the, that, that the Picassos and the Van Gogh's. Because those are worth so much more. <laughs> like, so, so when he opens up the the um the safe, I'm shocked that they didn't find those in there. The those, Monets. Yeah, they're huge. Do you I, remember how big that safe was? I thought they were in the safe. I thought they no, they were in. Do you remember they were in her sitting room? They were in the oh, big okay. boxes. Okay. How big do you think that safe was? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I thought. Oh, do you remember on? I just have to say when, like everybody is like kind of gathering on one side of the ship as it's going up and you get, you have the priest who's like, you know, praying with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I noticed it before you did, but we both saw it. The monopoly guy was there. Do not pass. Go do not collect $200. Uh, what, what's the song that they're playing when, when the ship's going down? 
Uh oh. So well, it's who wears the, short shorts? Yeah. No. So for oh, uh, where's my little note? I believe so. It was something about going with it the garden, right? No. Well, yeah. So the the theory is that it's it's it was either like autumn spring like i forget it was like autumn something mm-hmm. or song of autumn i forget what like nobody knows for sure but it was either like some song with autumn in the title or it was nearer my god to thee that that seems to be what was chosen for um titanic um the movie yeah. sorry i lost my train of thought there i don't <laughs> But um, I just feel like nearer my God to thee is such a slap in the face. <laughs> like I, I, I know like it was probably a very soothing song and that's why they chose it. But it's like, oh, yeah, nearer my God to thee. Yeah, you're going to meet your God real soon now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as, as the movie comes to an end. And have you ever seen? Oh, wait. What? What? What did? I, I just remembered. The guy who dies with a brandy in his hand, mm-hmm. he's like, that's just like, oh, I want to go out like that. I want to die, but in the fanciest way possible. <laughs> that's that's like, that's totally the vibe he was going for. He had his manservant attending him. He had his, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't remember if he had a monocle. I'd it, like to think no, he it's did. The guy, it, it's the guy who, who liked Jack. Yes. At the dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Here, here. Yeah. So, like, like as we're getting to the end, when they're done listening to her story... One more thing. What? <laughs> You're killing me. No, you mentioned that when it, it would have been funny if Jack, if she had touched him and, like, part of his face had fallen off. Yeah. Likewise, when she goes over to the guy to take the whistle, what if his lips just came off? <laughs> Well, that's what I always remember, like like how graphic it is when she pulls it out of his mouth. My brain made it think like his mouth opened up and like, <laughs> and like his jaw fell off like Gabbo the, the from the Simpsons, <laughs> the ventriloquist dummy. So yeah, when she's done telling her story, like I love that the first thing is everyone's like, oh, what a great story, and Bill Paxton's like, yeah. Where's the heart of the ocean? Yeah, where's the rock? Where's the rock, lady? Well, you didn't mention the rock. Yeah, which we all know she throws it over the freaking thing. Diamonds are Bill's Paxton's best friend. But have you ever seen the alternate ending? No. There's an alternate ending. I think it's on the disc. Um, but she's about to do it, and Bill Paxton and her granddaughter like confront her, and they're like, "Don't do it." Artist partner about being so poor was being so rich. But every time I thought about selling it, I thought of Cal. And somehow, I made it without his help. Holy shit. Look, Rose, I don't know what to say to a woman who tries to jump off the Titanic when it's not sinking and then jumps back on when it is. (laughs) I'm not dealing with logic here, I know that, but please... Think about this for a second. Oh, I've thought about this for years. And I've come all the way here to put it back where it belongs. Wait. Just let me hold it in my hand. Please. And she just goes, oops. (laughs) Pretty much. She just drops it anyways. Like she has some big speech about why it's important. I can't help it. I got arthritis in my hands. And he's like, no, I just drop it. I'll find it later. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, be very, very difficult. <laughs> um, even with all that technology. Yeah, and you pointed something out. Like, she got married and she had kids and she had a life. Why is it that like Jack is the person she sees? She ends up back on the ghost Titanic. Yeah, yeah. She ends up back on ghost ship. And first of all, why are they clapping? Why are they clapping? She wasn't that important. Like, why are they all like, yes, this is the love story. We Like, what about the Macy's couple? Also, what about them? Why is Cal there? Cal's not there. 
I thought Cal was there. No, Cal's not there. Oh, okay. Cal is not there. <laughs> oh, he's it's in only hell. <laughs> the people who went down with the ship. There's a lot of third class folks down oh. there. Oh, okay. Because I thought Molly Brown was there. No. Okay. No. I, I guess the fact that Victor Garber's there just threw me off. You see, you see... Um, Victor Garber. It's, yeah, it's Fabrizio, Irish guy... I, I I wish I remembered his name. What, Tommy what, what, Tommy Ryan. Yeah, Tommy Ryan. Um, yeah, Tommy Cora, <laughs> Uh And then shipbuilder guy. Yeah, Victor Garber's. We're reaching that part of the night where Haley has forgotten everyone's name. <laughs> Haley's sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Um. But why would she be there? She didn't go down with the ship. Cora. No, Rose. Why would she be there? Because her heart is with the ship, Scott. She couldn't. She couldn't be part of it if she didn't sacrifice the heart I, of the ocean. I would have loved. I would have loved for there to be that guy who tried drowning her. He's like, "Oh, hey, remember me? I'll give you a hint." And he just like jumps yeah. on top of her and says, <laughs> "Oh, it's you. I remember you." Oh, wasn't um. Wasn't that poop deck police officer who shoots Tommy Ryan there? I'm sure he was. Um, he shot him accidentally, though. <laughs> yeah, because because it isn't it Cal who pushes him forward. No, it's not Cal. Oh. It's it's just everybody is just tr- like you know he's telling people to get back, get back, and then and someone pushes Tommy, it, like someone Tommy knocks Ryan. Tommy Ryan forward but like i said again he probably wouldn't have gotten on that lifeboat so so they did him a favor yeah yeah um yeah and then of course my heart will go on we'll play i love when they're showing the photos of her and the one that always got me is that weird one of her standing in front of a plane wearing amelia Earhart. yeah wearing those very tight amelia Earhart pants it's like no. Little do we know she was also Amelia Earhart. <laughs> I would have. Okay, I want to see the scene after, like after she is reunited with Jack and uh, implying that she's dead. I would have loved the next scene where the next day with the big fat guy coming in to give her breakfast. Okay, Rose, time for. Oh no. <laughs> oh God, this is going to be an insurance nightmare. <laughs> uh, so what do we uh, bury her at sea, or is this like a no go? <laughs> And just Bill Paxton with one hand just picks her up and throws her. <laughs> it's like, so your grandma's dead. Ah, you're single, eh? Yeah. Did you think that Bill Paxton was going to end up fucking her daughter, her granddaughter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it their, their chemistry was weird. Yeah. So, yeah, we come to the end. Um, now... If you're new to this podcast, because we have a few new people listening, um, what we do is on a scale of 1 to 13 bagels, usually it's a scale of 1 to 10, but we like, we like to do a baker's dozen for Writer's like Bagel Basket. I feel like you have to remind, this is, would be a good episode to remind people of why it's called Writer's Bagel Basket. Yes. It's called Writer's Bagel Basket because when I was at The Daily Show, there was a writer's room. And I always had to get their writer's bagel basket ready. And if they were having a really great day and a good. um, Well, that was the joke, right? If they were if they if they were so focused on their work and writing great jokes, that bagel basket would not get eaten. If they weren't really paying attention and just like phoning it in, they were just too busy eating the bagel basket. <laughs> yeah. So, so on a scale of one to thirteen bagels, one being shit and thirteen being great, or as I explained it to something someone, it's like a scale of one to ten, one being shit and ten being great, but it's one to thirteen and one is still shit. <laughs> so one to um, thirteen. So this Academy Award-winning film. I mean, it's Academy Award winning for a reason. I th- I, f- I do feel like there is a timeless element to it. Um, just in terms of like what he was able to accomplish for the time period. So four bagels. I mean, bagels. it still looks really good to this day. So four bagels. Um, so if I'm... First, I want to grade it by halves. So the first half, I'm definitely going to give a lower grade. It's just like there's too much convenience, okay. as you said. Way too much convenience. And I do buy the love story. 
like as I said in the previous one, because it's the first guy that she's really spread her legs for. Yeah, no. Um, no, but like remember that. Remember that car, Haley. Remember that chemistry. I do by the love story. Um, Remember that desecrated car, (laughs) that disgusting car. (laughs) Um. So, I'm I'm gonna take out probably two bagels. So there's eleven left for for the first half. Okay. Um. For the second half, uh, I gotta take out at least three for one reason and one reason only. She should not have that fucking necklace. <laughs> she should not have that fucking necklace. There's no fucking way after everything she went through on that ship. Wait, you said that you were going to no give a way. higher grade to the second half, but you gave a higher grade to the first I thought I was going to, but now I'm not. And actually, I also, you know what? Just... Uh, I'm also going to take one away from the poop deck police because their adherence to rules and regulations at such such a time where the water is literally up to their knees. I just, I can't, I can't. So I'm going to take away four bagels for um, the second half. Yeah. It's just I can't get past that goddamn necklace. I got to do this as a whole film. Like I got to grade it that way. It's only fair. Um so I'm I'm going to be taking out five bagels. For as a whole? As a whole. Oh, yeah, oh wait, I forgot to give my grade as a whole. Okay. Um as a whole Yeah, I'm going to take out it's going to be 10 bagels. So you're taking out three and there's 10 left or are you taking out 10? I'm taking and out three and there's 10 left. Okay. <laughs> so Math. So there's only eight bagels left for me. Like this isn't a movie for me. Like this, the, I'm, like, like it's a good movie and I like it, but I know. You're not the target audience. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not. I, I'm, I wasn't a tween girl when this came out. I was a tween boy. Well. Uh, yeah, but as as we said again, like this this wasn't my movie either. Like I wasn't I wasn't salivating over Leo. Right, but you were you were six years old when this movie came out. Or Was seven, I seven? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so eight bagels. That's fair. Yeah. I, yeah. Eight left. Yeah. Um. So next month. March is going to be, uh, you call this romance. This was, isn't it romantic? Now, I'm doing movies that are kind of toxic relationships. So until next time, I am Scott Kerland. I am Haley. Bye. Bye.